0: Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom, the podcaster taken from the four volumes in defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 6 is entitled, What is Your Portion? Part 2.
1: To understand portion, we must understand law. In the previous podcast, I mentioned that everything is governed by law and that laws have conditions. The conditions of law determine the portion. For example, Faith is a condition for miracles to occur. Without faith, no miracles will occur. To survive in a temporal world, we must understand the conditions of temporal law. Those who don't die young. To advance in the spiritual world, we must understand the conditions of spiritual law. The entire purpose of the Holy Scriptures is to teach us the conditions of spiritual law. There are two sets of spiritual laws the law of justice, which is the governing law of everything, and the law of mercy, which is the governing law of salvation. We live in a fallen world. Therefore, we cannot live the law of justice. Only the law of mercy can justify us, preserve us, perfect us, and sanctify us. The portion we are required to live is made up of the conditions of the law of mercy. Those conditions are defined in the Holy Scriptures. Let me start with the parables. Perhaps my favorite parable is the parable of the ten virgins.
0: Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept, and at midnight And they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Matthew 25, 1-13
1: We must understand that all ten virgins are Christians. They believe in Christ because all ten virgins took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. What then separates the five foolish virgins from the five wise virgins? The five foolish virgins did not meet the conditions of the law. Therefore, the law could not sanctify them. One of the conditions to meeting the Savior when he comes is to endure to the end. All ten virgins slumbered and slept. However, the five wise virgins had extra oil. They were prepared in case the Lord delayed his coming. The others put a limit on what they were willing to do. They took off their armor. They procrastinated repentance until it was too late. The Savior came when they least expected him. The five wise virgins weren't selfish. They couldn't give them more oil. They couldn't atone for the sins of the five foolish virgins. The law of mercy couldn't either because the five foolish virgins failed to meet the conditions of the law. We must understand that the conditions placed on the law of mercy are placed there by the law of justice, which cannot be cheated. The law of mercy satisfies the law of justice. It doesn't rob the law of justice. All conditions on the law of mercy are replaced there by the law of justice. The law of mercy saves us. The law of justice condemns us. The law of justice, however, cannot condemn us if we meet the conditions placed on the law of mercy. Another parable teaches the same principle the parable of the talents
0: for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods and unto one he gave five talents to another two and to another one to every man according to his several ability and straightway took his journey then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same And made them other five talents. And likewise he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth, and hid his lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. BEHOLD, I HAVE GAINED BESIDES THEM FIVE TALENTS MORE. HIS LORD SAID UNTO HIM, WELL DONE, THOU GOOD AND FAITHFUL SERVANT. THOU HAST BEEN FAITHFUL OVER A FEW THINGS. I WILL MAKE THEE RULER OVER MANY THINGS. ENTER THOU INTO THE JOY OF THE LORD. HE ALSO THAT HAD RECEIVED TWO TALENTS CAME AND SAID, LORD, THOU DELIVEREST UNTO ME TWO TALENTS, BEHOLD, I HAVE GAINED TWO OTHER TALENTS BESIDES THEM. HIS LORD SAID UNTO HIM, WELL DONE, GOOD AND FAITHFUL SERVANT. THOU hast BEEN FAITHFUL OVER A FEW THINGS. I WILL MAKE THEE RULER OVER MANY THINGS. ENTER THOU INTO THE JOY OF THE LORD. THEN HE WHICH HAD RECEIVED THE ONE TALENT CAME AND SAID, LORD, I KNEW THEE THAT THOU ART AN HARD MAN, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast what is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gathereth where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received mine own with usury. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance, but from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew twenty five fourteen
1: 14-30 First, consider that the Lord gave the talents according to the abilities of the servants. In other words, He did not expect more of them than they could deliver. Therefore, they are left without excuse. The servants who received five talents and two talents respectively doubled their portions. Notice that as in the parable of the ten virgins, the Lord delayed His coming. He returned when they least expected Him. However. Like the five wise virgins, the two servants who received the five and two talents were ready. Notice that the portions were different. One received five talents and the other two according to each's ability, but the rewards were the same. In both cases, the Lord said, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. It isn't the amount that matters. It is the portion that the Lord requires of you that matters. Remember the widow's mite. She gave all that she had. The Lord did not care about the amount. The judgment of the poor servant who buried his talent seems harsh, but all laws have consequences. It is human nature, I suppose, to blame others, even God, for our failures or for our misery. Growth does not begin until we own the consequences of our own choices. The servant chose the consequences. The Lord did not give the servant the talent to fail. He gave to every man according to his several ability. He gave it to him to succeed, but the servant rejected the talent. How could the law reward him for that which he did not do? The poor servant hid the portion he had. Think of it in real life terms. Rather than money, think of it as another gift. What happens if you bury that gift? You lose it. The conditions of the law required that the servant double that portion, even though it was only one talent. Keep in mind that the Lord let the servants who double their talents keep the talents. In addition, he added more because they proved to the Lord that they were responsible. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. The servant with one talent not only lost the talent he had, but he was denied greater responsibility because he was untrustworthy. He didn't meet the conditions. He had no portion to add upon. The Lord treats all alike. He adds to the portion we have. For those unfaithful servants, they lose everything. The great thing was that although one double five talents and the other double two talents, the Lord gave them equal reward because they worked to the best of their ability. They were good and faithful servants. God is no respecter of persons. We must be faithful in managing the portions we have, and as I said above, like the widow who gave pennies, we will receive the same reward as those who gave millions. Because the unfaithful servant did not obey the laws he was given, the law could not protect him, justice could not reward him, and mercy could not sanctify him. He rejected the giver of the gift, which of course is Christ. Consider the talents as the gifts that Christ has given us. The size of the portion is not relevant. It is only what we do with that portion that is relevant. I keep referring back to the rewards Christ promises to the seven churches, as spoken of in chapters 2 and 3 of Revelation. To each church the promises were the same. The Lord is bound by the law of justice, and therefore the law of mercy can only perfect us according to the proportion we have. We must meet the conditions imposed by the law of justice on the law of mercy. The Lord said,
0: For unto everyone that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance, but from him that hath not shall be taken away, even that which he hath. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth.
1: The third parable is the parable of the goats.
0: And before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on the right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was an hungered, and ye gave me meat, I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink, I was a stranger, and ye took me in, naked, and ye clothed me, I was sick, and ye visited me, I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee an hungered, and fed thee, or thirsty, and gave thee drink? When saw we thee a stranger, and took thee in, or naked, and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick, or in prison, and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devils and his angels. For I was an hungered, and ye gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me not in, naked, and ye clothed me not, sick and in prison, and ye visited me not. Then shall they also answer, saying, Lord, when saw we thee an hungered, or a thirst, or a stranger, or naked, or sick? or in prison, and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me, and these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. Matthew twenty five thirty
1: two 32-46 In order to inherit the kingdom of heaven, what must be your portion? In other words, what are the conditions the Lord
0: says? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me.
1: One of my favorite Christian hymns is A Poor Wayfaring Man of Grief, which of course is based on the above parable. I love the following stanza.
0: Once, when my scanty meal was spread, he entered. Not a word he spake, just perishing for want of bread. I gave him all. He blessed it, brake, and ate, but gave me part again. Mine was an angel's portion then, for while I fed with eager haste, the crust was manna to my taste.
1: Of course, it is not practical to list all the examples, but you will find that in all instances where blessings are given, conditions are required. However, so that I don't weary you, I will reserve the best for last. Please listen to our next three podcasts, which refers to the glories of heaven as discussed by Paul.
0: Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.
1: In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.